Shepard was asking for it for three. Well, he felt it, didn't he? He was begging. Oh, what a play by Matt Mitchell. To Watson, sees a lane, takes it underneath. Montana three. This is a clinic. This is Aztec basketball. What's good, Aztec Nation? Welcome to another edition of the Aztec Breakdown Podcast, and oh boy, do we have something special for you today. I am joined by the usual basketball crew, Trone. Let's start off with you. How are you doing, my friend? You know, real good. Hopefully I don't have any technical difficulties this time. Um, We've been waiting to do this show for a while. We've been hoping, we've been planning for it, haven't been able to schedule it with enough people, and today we have it. Uh, so really excited. Awesome. And we're also joined by Carly and Austin. How's it going, friends? Carly, how are you doing? I'm great. This is a long time coming, like Tron said. So really excited to jump in and you can definitely feel the uh, competitive juices flowing over here. Yes. And Austin, how about you? How are you feeling? I'm so stoked. I must say, like, when we plan our pods, we we all just, like, inside baseball, like, we have a text thread, whatever. We go through, you know, like, hey, can who can do, like, throw an outline out there. Our text thread was firing today. Everybody is so fired up at work. I think half of us, except Carly, who is stuck working, actually working most of the day, oh. just, like, going through the research on this, and I, I'm ready to go. I'm real ready okay. to go here. So before we tell you what we're doing today, let's let's get on the socials, right? Follow the show at Aztec Breakdown. You can follow Trone there as well. Carly's at Carcar McGee on Twitter, and Austin is it's Austin Bolton. And you can follow me at Call Me Kinslow. Man, today we are doing an all-time Aztecs basketball draft. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna determine a draft order, and we are going to draft basketball teams. Of only Aztec players, and we're talking only college Aztec players, right? We're not this. Don't let the pros and what what that stuff influence uh, your picks and what you what you're thinking. Just purely college basketball. And so what we'll do? We've got four people on the show. We're going to come up with four teams. We're going to draft five starters and a six player. And then what we'll do is at the end of the show, we're going to talk about kind of our favorites that are left, honorable mentions, all that stuff. It should be a ton of fun. And then what we need, we actually need you to participate on this. So first off, reply to the show with who's your favorite five guys that you can throw out in a lineup. But we're also going to throw out a poll. I want you to vote. Tell me who is your who has the best team. It's subjective. We're not talking about who can run to the, the championship or it can be your favorite players. It's all subjective. I want you to have fun with it. That's what this whole exercise is about. And so let's get rolling. Trone, go ahead and roll the draft order. So what we're going to do is Trone is currently doing a, a number randomizer. And what we'll do is we're going to actually select the highest number in the randomizer is going to get to pick which slot they want to draft out of. This is going to be a snake draft. So for those of you that don't play fantasy football, the way that that works is pick one is actually going to be the last pick in round two. So you'll get pick one and then you'll get pick, what is that, eight? Uh, And then you'll also go again at pick nine. So think of it like a snake uh, would work. So that's how it's going to go down today. And I think Trone has done it right now. Yep. And we have Jeez. two tied with, with Tony Gwynn's number 19, of course. Um, so what we'll, I think what you should do, Trone, is 
uh, you know what? I'm going to let you go. So highest number right now is Austin. So Austin's going to get the first choice of where he would like to draft. I'm going to go second. Ooh! Ooh! Second. I'm going to go second. For Austin. So Austin is going to draft second. And then let me change that. Carly, where are you going, friend? You're, sec- oh, you're the second highest number. All right. I, I, I might cheat a little here. No. First or third. First or third. I'm going third. Really? Oh, I'm highly gosh. flexible in my top picks. And I want to be yeah. exciting. Oh, my and my, cri- my criteria may be different than the groups. So. <laughs> so, Trone, do you want to go first or fourth? Jeez. Oh, man. These are like the two worst spots in the snake draft. Let's let's go fourth. <laughs> okay. Let's go fourth. So Trone is going to go fourth. I can get a good guy even at fourth. I think everyone's going to get a good guy in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I will pick first, which is the one slot that I didn't practice from. <laughs> so we are we are off to a good start. Um, okay. Question. So How, let's who, be- who did a we did mock drafts last night. Did you both mock oh, yeah. draft in your own heads on this? Oh, oh yeah, totally. I, I did like five of them today at work, but I did it <laughs> instead of like practicing from one spot, I would draft as if it was me for every single spot to try oh, and cover as nice. many scenarios. All right. Okay. Feeling so, wildly what... unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get rolling right into this friends. Uh, with the first overall pick, I am taking, Kawhi Leonard, uh, for me, the greatest Aztec player of all time. And it's, it's pretty funny because my exercise up until this point was I need to figure out how I can build a team to stop Kawhi Leonard. So now mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that. And I can play with players who compliment Kawhi Leonard. Um, uh, Kawhi Leonard speaks for himself, right? I mean, I think we all know how amazing he, he's been and, and what he means to this program and really was the first uh, real star right? An NBA star that the, the program's ever turned out. So I'm very happy getting the first pick. It's really hard to not be happy with number 15, Kawhi well, Leonard. You know what's crazy about Kawhi? And I, when I did research on this is like, he was, he was so quiet when he was here and there were some big personalities there, but you forget how awesome he was. He averaged a double, double his second year. He had 14 points, 10 boards. He, another stat that I found is he has the number one PER of any Aztec for any season in, in the history of the school. So just from a player efficiency standpoint, like sometimes it felt it was a little wild when he was missing those threes, but he really was just the best, the goat. He's the Aztec goat. Definitely. Okay. So that rolls us right into pick number two, Austin. Who are you selecting here? All right. So I'm going to go a little recent, a little bit recent on this. I'm going to go Malachi Flynn. He was the fifth ranked player in the, in the nation and Ken Palm in the 19, in the 20. 19 2020 season he played 85 percent of the minutes that season he had a 121.6 offensive rating and for his season when it comes to win shares he's the all-time leader in san diego state history when it comes to win shares so you know he he was small but mighty he only played the one season i contend that the 1920 season was the best team that san diego state's ever had and he was the best player on that team so i'm taking malachi so far, lukewarm NBA career, hashtag free Malachi from the Raptors, and let's get him somewhere good. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. 
definitely, I don't think anyone's going to judge your recency bias on Malachi Flynn. So I think you're good there. Carly, let's go with you, friend. Pick number three overall. I would firstly just to like to acknowledge how obvious it is that Austin had a ton of preparation time. <laughs> uh, so maybe being a little predictable. But I'm sorry, me... but I've been like waiting my whole life since 2005 to do something like this of all the games we've gone to. Like this is like made for me. How, how sad are you going to be when I win the fan favorite? It's going to really piss me off. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we all all believe Carly is the sleeper favorite to win the poll. I don't know. I don't know. I got to, I got some stuff up my sleeve. yet and we feel that way. <laughs> well, so with the third overall pick in our mock draft, I'm going to go with our third All-American, Michael Cage. I mean, you can't not, right? I'm going to go and just give him the respect he deserves. I mean, when you look at these stat leaders all career, all time, like his name is out there more than anybody. Um you know, the cameo on the whiteboard in the movie Air is not quite enough airtime for him. So we're going to put him back in the spotlight and take him at number three. Wow. He might have the, okay. still have the longest NBA career. He had 15 NBA seasons. Yeah. He, that, I mean, it might, he, might get longer than old boy Kawhi with his injury history. He, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think Michael Cage is like the first Aztec basketball legend, right? Yes. Somebody that... No matter when you graduated school or if you didn't even go there, if you get into Aztec basketball, he's kind of a part of like the lore of the mm -hmm. program, right? And um, he, how much of a much more good. of a man does he look like? So Trone has the banner and Michael Cage is on it, and he looks like an adult compared to everybody else there. I mean, he was. I mean, he's a, he was a monster just on the boards defensively I, I will say celebrity charm and good looks may factor into some of my photos or my picks so <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it at that amazing amazing carly you okay. can say that so but also the three all americans in aztec basketball history went first like fair enough you're you're doing fine you're doing great <laughs> so that leaves us with the with trone and he's got the turn meaning he's gonna pick two players in a row congratulations on one of these players falling to you, you lucky bastard. Yeah. Yeah. So in all my practices, I had pretty much decided that four players were going to go in the first round for sure. And three of the four have been right. And the last one is the guy I would have picked first overall anyways. So this has worked out wonderfully for me. Uh, I'm going with Xavier Thames. He, uh, in his senior season, right, 13-14, led that team to the Sweet 16. He had, I think it's his season, that season I think is the first overall best season in terms of points over expectation, which is one of the stats that like I share on Twitter during the season. So follow out for those. Um, he's like the second highest in Aztec history in terms of player impact plus minus. Um, he has a lot going for him and and – I mean, if you watched that 13-14 team, right, it was four tall, long dudes that could defend and not do a whole lot of anything else, and then Thames carrying the offense, right? So I feel like with Thames, my offense is going to be solid no matter what. Amazing. Yeah. My absolute favorite Aztec player of all time. I don't, I don't even think that – I think Lamont has a chance to, to come close if he puts in mm -hmm. another really good year. Um, but for me – He's just somebody who exemplifies winning. There were many times with Xavier Thames where he just dragged the corpse of whatever offense we put out on that court mm -hmm. to victory. The amount of big shots he hit, man. 
That was it's just stone cold. I mean, meeting him in Houston was one of my top highlights and just like yes. he's like, Oh, you're the guy with the picture with me in this as your profile picture. I'm like, Yes, that is me. You're stone cold. I'm so glad you're here. If Austin didn't Amazing. tell that story right now, I was about to out him for that fake moment <laughs> in Houston. Very good, very good. So we've got first round, let's recap Kawhi, Malachi, mm-hmm. Flynn, Michael Cage, and Xavier Thames. Rolling in pick one of round number two. Trone, who are you going with here? This is so tough. There's so many ways to go, but I don't want to take an hour thinking about it like I was today in my practice runs. Let's go Brandon Heath. All-time leading scorer. Yep, all-time leading scorer in Aztec basketball history, right? So once again, we're going heavy offense right now. Um, Despite playing... Over a decade ago, his I think his career three-point shooting percentage was above 35 or right around 35. So he can create for himself. He can he can shoot the ball if Thames kicks it out to him. His defense isn't outstanding, but it's solid. He played for a Steve Fisher team. He has a lot going for him. Amazing. I like okay, it. So I that like is Trone has selected his backcourt in his first two picks. Uh, with two of the best Aztecs of all time. I think Brandon Heath is is kind of another one of those Aztec lore players and was also in Houston and was hanging around his cousin. Um, what's his name? Trevor Ariza. Uh, they were they were there together and was great to see Brandon too. He, yeah, he, That's he really was sad. having a re- Brandon Heath is the one who introduced me to the San Diego sports curse when he dribbled off his foot against Tennessee in the first round of the NCAA tournament uh, in 06. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to bring that up now? I love Brandon Heath. He's a, uh, The one thing that I loved about Brandon Heath when I looked him up, to bring it back positive, is he's second all-time in points, rebounds, and assists combined, and that's only behind Michael Cage. So Michael Cage was number one in that combined statistic, and Brandon Heath is number two, and I think that that's, a, that's pretty impressive. It's true. Amazing. Okay, Carly, who are you pairing up with Michael Cage? I had my eye on Brandon Heath. He was like the core of when I was like actually a student, which was, you know, whatever. I'll move on. I'm going to take Jamal Franklin. Damn it. Uh, Austin's so sad. Hey, I could have taken your other one. I know you really want, so I didn't. Going with Jamal Franklin, we'll we'll categorize him in the honorable mention All-American, Mountain West Conference Player of the Year in just like the style points on this guy, like always clutch, always just f- a fun watch and someone who it seems like has, you know, come back and supported the program a little bit, had an interesting professional career that I think shows a lot of our guys that it's not always a path to the NBA that you have to follow. You can make a lot of money playing basketball. So love that for him. Yeah, he made like $50 million playing overseas. He yeah, got like a huge crazy. contract in China. And was yep. like the Chinese League MVP. Now mm-hmm. I know it's not the glitz and the glamour, but at the end of the day, he's got fifty million dollars and he got it playing basketball. So I'm with you, Carly. It's I love it. He was a he's I'm a really great, curious to you see. don't always need to go to the league. I'm really curious to see where he's gonna end up next. I started the the Aztec and the Pro segment last show and Franklin was the the main focus of it because he got cut from the New Zealand team he was on after starting two games. And so I I'm really like it seemed like he was playing okay, so I'm like, I don't know why they cut him. I want to see where he goes next. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Those things are so volatile. Like if they just don't like the city they're in, you know, they're just like, yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, especially for him. Right. He's got so much money. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, okay. doesn't necessarily need to tolerate that. I like Mm-mm. it. Well, he's going to shine Austin. on my team. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. Austin, 
Who are you pairing up with Malachi Flynn? I am pretty torn. Definitely going to go old school here. You know, I'm torn between Randy Holcomb and Marcus Slaughter. But because I, because I was in school when Marcus Slaughter was there, I'm going to go with Marcus Slaughter. He had 13, he averaged over his career basically 14 points a game, nine rebounds a game. He had a true shooting percentage of 58%. He led the team to the tournament in 06. And here, a hilarious story from Houston, so I will share this one. So my buddy and I, the guy who actually married Carly and I, were walking around the concourse in Houston. He's also my fraternity brother. And we're, we're chatting him up, and it was a great time. He was super nice. And we asked him, hey, man, like – do you remember when you guys beat Wyoming to win the Mountain West that we had all the basketball team over our fret? And without missing a beat, he just goes, yeah, man, I probably had a better time that night than you did. And then we just ended our conversation. He walked away and drank, mock, <laughs> just mic dropped it. And we, my, my buddy Andrew and I were just like, this is freaking amazing. And it was the, out of all the social interactions, that was hilarious. And I loved him for that. So on top of him being a dominant big, had a good career overseas. He was legendary with Real Madrid, but also played with the Warriors. Or no, I'm sorry. He also played with uh, Miami. Had a short stint with Miami, but really had his career at Real Madrid and was just, you know, kind of the first of the big Aztec centers starting that tradition. I, yeah, I think he is kind of the player that a lot of casual fans forget about uh, as being just absolutely dominant, right? And... Yeah. Like you said, really good player overseas. Okay, so this is, for me, the worst spot because I think my thought process was, and it always will be, guards dominate college basketball. And so I have to go a guard here. And I am very, very torn. You know what? I'm always going to do it. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Lamont Butler. I knew it. Second round. Uh, and I'm going to just have the nightmare defense uh, with Lamont yeah. Butler and Kawhi Leonard uh, on the same team. Uh, Lamont Butler. He is great. Biggest shot in, at, in program history. You could argue in San Diego sports history. Uh, best on-ball perimeter guard I've I've ever seen grace the floor. I think he's improving his his leadership and I think this year is going to be a really really big year for him and and all of the the big national publications that are ranking players I saw Lamont was ranked 21st overall in the country right now I think it was by John Fanta or something like that um just we all know how important he's going to be for us this season and and kind of what he's able to do to other guards. So what I'm hoping is that I can just throw Lamont on Malachi and Thames or Heath, and he's just going to do his thing. Uh, and so now that I have a strategy for my team and we are going super defense with my first two, let's just double down and go Nathan Mensa. Uh, and good luck scoring against my squad. Um, now, my next couple of picks, I might have to get some people who can actually score the ball, but I think that, that we can we can make that work. Um, so I'm going to go I'm going to go Nathan Mensa with the first pick in the third round, a player who uh, I literally had on my do not draft list uh, when I started this because <laughs> I thought that the style of play was going to be um, very different. But now I have a style and it is traditional Steve Fisher Aztec basketball. You're not scoring 50. We're scoring 52. Let's make it work. 
Kyle, I think right now I would vote for you if that makes you feel any better. Like, I love <laughs> these guys. Yeah, I definitely uh, have. Kyle, so. Nathan Mensa is the all-time leader in defensive points over expectation, meaning compared to what an average player would have done in all his exact same scenarios, he is more so than any other Aztec, like, prevented the most points. If somebody shoots at Mensa, over Mensa, it's not going in, basically. Um, I was really hoping he was going to fall to me. I was hoping that, like, I, like I was like, Kyle probably doesn't even have him on his list. And so, like, there's one person I don't have to worry. And now Kyle's taking him. Ugh. Yes. Yes. I have to. It's it's the style yeah. of play, right? Styles make no, fights. And when, whenever I do these, whenever I do these things, I try to take, make a lineup that functions. <laughs> um, because I think that just helps me kind of draft. But yep. after Nathan Mensa, pick two in round three, rolling over to Austin. Who are you taking, my friend? All right. So I have a pretty... Two guys at Malachi and Marcus Slaughter that are locked into their spots, right? Not a ton of versatility in those two. So I need some somebody that can kind of play different positions. And so I, I think I'm going to go with the 2021 Mountain West Conference Player of the Year and Matt Mitchell. He had 15.4 points per game in his in his senior year. Great defense. He can come off the bench like he did in the 1920 season before Nathan Mensah got hurt. He can play the three, the four. He can guard the two, three, four, uh, hit threes. Uh, I just, I love Matt Mitchell's game. I love his versatility. And I had to steal one from Carly. Sorry. <laughs> I think that you could make a case that Matt Mitchell is one of the 10 best Aztec players of all time. And I don't think it's. I don't. I mean, he just got picked tenth overall. Got but still, 10th, yep. uh, I think I think he's probably, in terms of what he means to the program, I think he might be a little bit higher than some of these other guys. But I, I love Matt Mitchell, man. I, I watch him play in France or wherever he's at now, and he's one of the guys I'll always root for. Just just how versatile he is. I mean, he when we when we saw him at Drew League, he was working on this mid range game like fall away that he's kind of put in his bag. You know, he became a really good three point shooter at the end of his in, end of his San Diego State career. And he's got that defense in him, and he's just that big body that he can use, and it just makes him so versatile, you know, wherever you want to use him. Amazing. Let's roll to Carly with pick three in round three. I'm pouting. I, I think I might have to retaliate. Oh. Austin's going to be super mad right now. Um, I'm going to rely – before, I, I since I have Jamal Franklin, and I, I, haven't, I haven't picked any guards yet, but I feel like I got a little leeway there, but I'm going to go back with some style points with some Chase Tadley. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll just have to say I'm mainly doing this to spite him, so I don't have a lot else to add to it. <laughs> Chase Tadley is probably Austin's top, uh, all, top, top all time favorite Aztec. All, all time, all time favorite Aztec. <laughs> all right. I mean, he shot... What was it? He had he shot forty three percent from three in two thousand twelve. He hit big shots. He was there for a lot of the big foundational stuff. I just always loved Chase Tapley. It's true. My 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 singular claim to fame is that one time after they won a Mount West Conference championship, my friend and I, who worked for San Diego State Athletics at the time, saw him and some of the other guys in the parking lot at Qualcomm, and they let us try on their championship rings. 
And I think I have a photo of that, but you know, so thank you for that chase. You do not remember it, but I'm picking you for my team and we're just going to like go for some style points. Also low key. When Carly and I first started dating, I told her how much I loved Chase Tapley and had the Jersey and she messed with me and goes, Oh yeah, I dated him in college. And like my heart sank. I was like, no, you did not And like had it going on forever. Like for a little bit of time there, for like an hour, but it was enough to like, I was like, Oh in my chest it was a lie it was a lie just want that to be clear (laughs) anyways sorry you're all subject to this but my team is getting weird and that's where we are it's okay it's okay so trone you've got you're a guard heavy team as we roll here to the turn some pretty good big still on the board i just have a feeling you're gonna take one if i had to bet but let's see who you take here it's it's there are some bigs on the board i'm i probably shouldn't like divulge my strategy here live during the draft but i'm feeling like everybody else has a big maybe people want more than one but everybody has one so i feel like maybe i can wait on a big a Mm. little bit here um third round pick i have i gotta remember who i have i have thames and i have heath and I'm surprised this guy is still available. I'm picking Jordan Shackle. Oh, that was, I was praying, <laughs> praying he would I just, fall to I a just team with say, no shooting. The one guy who never wants us to stop playing two big guys and have a Twin Towers team at all times in Trone has three guards to start. Just throw, just throw it's, it out there. It's because here's why. It's all part of the strategy. It's all part of the strategy. I want Twin Towers defensively, not offensively. There's There's a very key aspect to this. Um, so that's what we're going with. I mean, Shackle, probably the, arguably the all-time best shooter on the program, right? Maybe like Alpho is the other name that could compare to, but just, yeah, we're spreading it out. We're putting the ball in Thames' hands, a little bit in Heath's hands, and we're just running shooters everywhere so far. Amazing. Like so it. you got Brent, you three guard lineup right now, and you've got one more pick before it heads back the other way. First pick of the fourth round, Trone, who are you going with? Okay, so this is where it gets interesting, and this is arguably a little bit of a reach, but this is why it's going to work out wonderfully. Fourth round, we're choosing Malik Pope. Oh, no! You jerk! <laughs> no! You I'm jerk! Just oh. like, I'm also... <laughs> no! Oh! Oh my gosh! Took both my picks that I was hoping that I would hope and make it. Don't even make it like even near my selections. Oh man! Oh man! One Malik of my Pope, one of see, the guy. Go go! I'll go. I, for me, if there's a guy, if if we're just taking, if we're drafting players at the absolute top level of their performance, I think Malik Pope would go first round. I think I think he would go first round. And really in the in the Mountain West tournament when they realized that he was an automatic bucket if you just gave him the ball on the block, uh, it took them all year for him to realize that. This is the player that is like the Kinslow family player. My dad and my brother and I stan Malik Pope and we'll like get into we've gotten into multiple arguments at Aztec basketball games with other fans uh really defending his honor, which is funny because now he's not even playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, 
the reason he's so controversial, as everybody knows, is like he can't. He's the I think he's the highest rated recruit, right, to ever come in, according to two four seven sports. It's it's Pope, and then it's and Shepard, and then it's Kawhi, right? And so relative to that, he probably didn't live up to that five star ranking, right? Um, but fantastic player. He's six ten. He moves wonderfully. I've I've only been to like a handful of Aztec games in person, probably less than ten. And in one of them, I was down. It was like a birthday present. It was on the floor level, and uh, I think it was that that twenty eighteen year. And it was against Air Force, and Air Force did like a swing, swing, and Malik Pope was under the basket, swing, swing to the ball to the guy in the corner. The guy in the corner shoots the ball, and Malik Pope swipes it out into the into the stands. Sorry if you hear my dog. Um, just an amazing player, right? As Kyle said, automatic down on the block. And also, um, I know Carly has the sheets in front of her. So, Carly, you can fact check me on this. But I think he's top 10 all time in terms of three-point shooting percentage. So, mm-hmm. that would mean offensively, I can play him inside or outside, depending on how I want to do it. And his defense is going to be there. I get to have a Twin Towers defensive look. He can play the four or the five, however I want to do it. So I'm I'm loving this pick. I love that he fell that far. Yeah. What, Wait, like, who did you just, just pick? Malik Pope. <laughs> oh, Malik Pope. Ma- Malik Pope. It's like he's like, he's at like 38 percent from three for his I, career. I, I was stuck on um. Right. I was and stuck I, on Jordan Shackle. I think oh. I think it's top ten. I don't know. Don't see him on but there. But it might have moved down a couple spots. It might have because Matt Mitchell's Matt Mitchell and yeah, only Matt Mitchell. And that's the only one that really creeped up in Shackle second. Shackle second all time in three point percentage. Yeah. Yeah. But Pope is right around thirty seven or thirty eight, so I'm feeling really good about that. I just with Pope it was always for me like it was so up and down that because they never he was different than anything we'd ever had ever had to that point. And to your like when they finally figured him out, it was perfect, but it was just like, he'd have a great game. I remember when he first went off, I think it was at Colorado state and he was like nine for nine. We're like, this is what we've been waiting for for three years. And then he, they would forget how to use him again. That was always my biggest struggle with Malik Pope is that it's just, it was just, he got, it's not, it's, it's just not like the Aztec prototype. And they had a hard time getting him using him in the ways that he should have been used. He got he got moved around a lot. He was asked to do a different role almost every year. At like this, like as a freshman, he was playing a lot of three, and by his senior season, he was starting at the five. Right once he replaced Cam Rook, yep. so yeah, he got moved that's around a, a lot. And I, I that's the Kevin in, in this Durant. hypothetical, Kevin right? I get to use him however I want, and I feel like I can, can use I him can however you him. want. Yeah, definitely. Carly, Michael Cage, Jamal Franklin, Chase Tapley. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can I ask you? In your dream no, team, please tell is Jamal is Jamal Franklin wearing long sleeves and the LeBrons that look like Timberlands? Yes, be, and right? and also his shorts go right below his calf. Uh, yes, that's yes. the only way. The only that way one, it doesn't inhibit their running era. That wonderful era of basketball attire. I don't know if anyone's seen the. I think it's T.J. Ford Milwaukee Bucks pictures. Yes. That looks like he's wearing clown pants, and those are legitimate <laughs> NBA shorts for that mm-hmm. era. Go look it up. Wild okay, times. Carly. And then Michael Who Cage has with? short shorts at the same time, so it's mm-hmm. going to be just really mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> um, man. No right. point guard so far. I don't have a point guard, but I'm at, a, I'm at the point where... There's, so, there's still a couple that are really good, I think. Right. I feel like I, I, feel like I could lean into my pizzazz mm. thing a little bit more still. It, and, and, and I'm taking Billy White. 
Ooh. You you were cheating off my iPad. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I cannot see your iPad. I had my I had categorically players in each position listed out, and I was just gonna kind of go a best available in my own opinion thing. But you know, it is what it is. I will say, as I look at this plethora of, you know, all-time leaders in various categories. <laughs> Billy White is our all-time leader in personal fouls. So, you know, it is what it is. But There was nobody that could get a crowd more hype right. than Billy oh, White. Yeah. I'm going for style points here. I'm thinking, like, he was the Keyshaw before we had Keyshaw. Like, the big time, Absolutely. like, yell after a bucket. Um, he leads us in defensive wind shares also. So I don't really know what that means, but it feels like something to counter the other. Um and he was a big game guy. I mean, I remember when we were at Gonzaga in that 2010-11 season, and he had like 28 points, and he willed us to victory when we were still nobodies at that point, and Gonzaga was like eighth in the country. Yeah. And he and he's the one that led us to that victory because he's just a big-time guy that showed up. Yeah. A lot, a lot of what I think about here is uh, just who is fun for me to watch play. I never got to see Michael Cage play, but like Billy White's one where I am just like loved that. So that's my team. It's getting weird, and I like it. Uh, one of my probably top five Aztec moments was there was a, I think it was an NIT game and we were playing at USD and it, so we weren't playing on our home court like normally the NIT would, because I think the women's NCAA tournament was at Viejas. And so they had the court and we, I think we were playing Kansas state, if I remember correctly. And Billy White had a tomahawk that like sealed the game and so USD's arena was packed with Aztec fans, and it was pandemonium. And it, one of those memories you'll never forget. So Billy White, great. I, I love Billy White. He's one of those players I think everyone really, really appreciates. So Austin, who are you going here with uh, your next selection? Man, I am dying for some shooting. Please. please. I just, I'm, I'm real torn here. There's some good guys left, but it's like, I'm not exactly building the team how I thought I would. I don't know. Let's, you know, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to go all, right, all in on great. spies and defense. I'm going to do, I'm going to go with Malcolm Thomas. Oh, and he's okay. going to be kind of my power forward with Mitchell at the three. Uh, Malcolm Thomas, you know, he, you know, he was awesome. He had two blocks per game. He had 11.2 points. Um, you know, in that sweet 16 season, he was the all-time leader in blocks after that season. Um, and he was probably our best NBA prospect behind Kawhi at the time, Michael Cage, Kawhi, and then Malcolm Thomas that he was like right there in that echelon of NBA guys. He played with the Warriors, Sixers, you know, had a good stint with the Bulls, but I loved what Malcolm Thomas did. He was such an anchor on that defense and, you know, with, uh, with him being able to get out in the mid range, this is definitely an old school team where Marcus Slaughter's on the block. Malcolm Thomas is going to be hitting that 15 footer, but it's 2023. He's probably developed a three. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Amazing. I Amazing. love that you Malcolm talked yourself Thomas. into that lot in, in yeah, real time. It'll be fine. So a peek inside Austin's brain. Yeah. I had my hands clasped praying that Austin wouldn't garden. take my selection here. Um, can I've I, got can I guess it. Cause I was really close to taking Matt Bradley. It's not, it's not Matt Bradley. Oh, okay. It is, I, I need a guard who can shoot, but I have, I think the theme for my team is some real tough ass dudes. 
So I think I'm going to go out of the box here and select one of my all-time favorite Aztecs, and he slots perfectly on this team as a two-guard. You're not scoring against us. I'm drafting K.J. Fagan. Nice. Nice. K.J. Fagan shot 38% from Mm three-point range. He was definitely the number two guard, but there was that conversation of who was the best defender on that team, he or Malachi Flynn, and I think he probably was edged it, but Malachi got the accolades. Um, In terms of just big shots, big moments, K.J. had a bunch of them, and I think I have to go with toughness here, and and K.J. really fits the bill, and he also can knock down some threes, which is... As a team that needs some shooting, I'm going to go with KJ. And to end my starting five, this one is really hard for me. Um, just because I am the, I need to go small and play small ball, and Kawhi can probably play the four. But I think that there might be some, some players on the board that, that can play the three better. Oh, my gosh. Um I'm really torn here, guys. I am torn between... Okay, I'm going to take Kyle Spain to round out my starting five. Uh, Guy who can just put the ball in the hoop, athlete, uh, defend kind of all five positions, score the ball, big game player, um, I mean, I, I love Kyle Spain. He he graduated this. He was at school when I was at school too. And um, just somebody that I really connected with. And I think that he's maybe one of the most, you know, the, the quietly forgotten guys uh, in, in Aztec history. And I think he's just a stud. The first one is like a, like a wave zero guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of him as like a wave zero guy, right? Like he was there before... Like everything really started building, right? Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so he, that... he was the first great chant of the show. When the show started in 07, they had the Spanish flag, and every time he buried a corner three, they did the ole, 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 ole. And I'm, that he's the one that really kickstarted that, and he hit some big shots. And, and the thing is, is the students loved him. Like he was very much like a player of the people. Definitely. True. He was the high. Yeah, you're right. He was like the first original like show player per se. I love it. Okay, Austin, you've got a uh, uh, four players here: Malachi, Marcus Slaughter, Matt Mitchell, Malcolm Thomas. Is there another M you could draft? Uh... <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Ooh. No, I'm yeah, actually going to yeah, model yeah. the 1920 team and have two <laughs> small point guard, two six one ish point guards that can both handle the ball. Both play defense and both hit big shots, and he's really the captain of the Sweet 16 team in 2011. I'm going with DJ Gay. You know, he's 11th all time in three point percentage. I need some shooting. Um, he can captain this team, and he he was just the guy. He was just the guy. Yeah, for for me, it was either DJ Gay or KJ, and just personally, uh, for the squad, I think I went with KJ. But just DJ is the heart and soul of that team, that Sweet 16 team, and. Aztec legend. <laughs> okay, moving on. Carly, Michael Cage, Jamal Franklin, Chase Tapley, Billy White, who's joining your your starting five? I would just like to say for the record, I was diligently working on my individual career record sheet over here, highlighting different things about DJ Gay. Austin took my papers and then drafted him. 
So oh. it wasn't a highlight. It wasn't highlighted. There are little yellow dots next to his Where? name all over my oh, papers. Right. Oops. <laughs> so again, whatever. It's fine. This is not at all the team Austin's, I planned for. Austin's cheating off the smart kids' notes over here. Oh, uh, he did more research than me. I mean, come on. Anyways, <laughs> all right. I, ha- I I gotta have a point guard, so my options are really pretty limited here. But strategically, I think this is gonna work out okay for me. I'm taking Richie Williams, all-time assist, all-time steals leader. Gotta go for those stats. I have shooters in Chase Tapley, Jamal Franklin. I'm gonna expect him to just feed them the ball. And yeah, this is probably the weirdest team I could have drafted, but I but I kind of like it. He's a little still bit my, old school, more old school than I actually expected, but we might remedy that with my six man. He's still maybe the fastest guy I've ever seen in person. He's fast. Just like yeah. when I first saw end him, I was end, like, oh, yeah, just end. so fast. Incredible. Well, he makes me think about, you know, the, the culture of Aztec basketball and like you work hard on both ends of the floor and it just like to have like assistant steel. I don't know. To me, that's just embodies a lot of what we're all about. Like he wasn't a big star, but he was consistent and, and low key, he still shot thirty seven percent from three in his career, which is pretty good. And I'll, what, I'll take it. And when I researched him, crazy enough, he played pro ball until the twenty twenty. Like he was playing pro ball all the way through the pandemic, and then you know that must have kind of slowed his career down, obviously. But I mean, he's probably fairly close to my age now. Yeah, probably. Anyways, we're <laughs> aging out of basketball friends. <laughs> Richie Williams, love love the pick. Okay, Tron. To end the starting five rounds, uh, and you've got, let's just recap really quick, Xavier Thames, Brandon Heath, Jordan Shackle, and Malik Pope. I think your I think your strategy to wait for that second big might have paid off, if I'm not mistaken. It it's done okay. I mean, I would have loved to have grabbed Nathan Mensa. That would have been just the cherry on top of everything. Um but I think I think we're gonna do okay. We got a lot of offense. I'm worried about stopping Kawhi, and I'm worried about stopping these other bigs, the Michael Cages, the Marcus Slaughters that everybody else has. Luckily, I have two picks coming up right here, and I think I can solve both of those relatively well. So, to round out the starting five, we're gonna go with Skylar Spencer, All-time leader in blocks. Just lock down that post. Lock down that painted area. Outplayed jo- Joel Embiid in Kansas. Yep. Sure. That's all you need to say. <laughs> the brokest free throw I've ever seen in my life, but I'm glad he's fixed it for his professional yeah, career. Yeah, we're fouling <laughs> you. My team's fouling you. Yeah, we're fouling you. <laughs> do a, do a, hack a hack a Skyler here. Oh man. Um, okay. okay. So Skylar Spencer. So okay. So let's before we roll out to mm-hmm. the six man, mm-hmm. let's go over the teams really quick. I have Kawhi starting at the four, Lamont starting at the probably the one, Mensa at the five, KJ Fagan is probably the surprise pick of the draft, but one of my all time favorite guys uh, starting at the two, and Kyle Spain starting at the three. Austin looks like he's probably going double backcourt. DJ Gay Malachi Flynn pick your poison. Matt Mitchell at the three, Malcolm Thomas at the four, Marcus Slaughter at the five. Carly is going Richie Williams at guard. Uh, probably Chase Tapley at the two, Maul at the three, Billy White, Michael Cage, four or five, pick your poison. And Trone has the prolific backcourt Xavier Thames, Brandon Heath, 
uh, in the backcourt, Jordan Shackle at the three, Malik Pope at the four, and Skylar Spencer at the five. So those are your those are the first 20, 20 players selected in, in the starting lineups. We are going to do a six-player off the bench and then kind of like a personal favorite. Um, they don't necessarily have to be on the team. And we've also agreed that it's the only time you can draft somebody that's already been selected. So when a rope gets picked four times, don't be surprised. Um, but all, all good there. Trone, who's your six-player coming off the bench? Six-player... I need some defense. I need somebody who I can pray can contain Kawhi to some extent. Um, and I want to keep this, this role of shooting going. I want to have guys that can, that can shoot the ball. So six man, very versatile player out on the wing. I'm going with Poli. Ooh. Austin called it on mute. <laughs> Only. Oh. Only because I wanted Poli for my six man, and it's a good one. He was the head of the one three one defense, and forever, yeah, yep. he's in forever the lore because of that. It's a good, yeah. Good I just loved yeah, Poli. I, I think he's for me. What I wasn't expecting him to get drafted in this thing, but he's one of those players like you could put him any in any of these teams, and he'll fit. He's one of those yep. guys. Yep. Okay, Carly, sixth Ugh. man. I- I'm sweating this. So, man, there's four guys right now that I feel like really sad aren't on a team yet. I don't really know what my team needs most, but I feel like I want to bring this into the conversation. So I'm going to go a little crystal ball-esque on us all. I'm going to pick up Jaden Ladee. Oh, damn. That, that was going to 100% be my selection. You're, you are right on there. Uh, I think he is going to go absolutely nuclear this season. And yes. then when we do this draft, if we were to do this draft next year, I think he probably is getting picked ahead of he's, – I think he's probably second round. Second, could yeah. be second round. At the end that, is, that is so when that I'm is... putting all my eggs in that basket. Um, uh, you know, he still comes with the charm and style points that are, you know, heavily weighted on my team. But truly, <laughs> I think he's ready for a breakout season. I cannot wait to see what he brings to the team this year. Uh, super poised. And I'm just, yeah, I'm grabbing him. He's on my bench. He's uh, going to go crazy. I, he's going to go crazy. I think this he's going to go nuts. Yeah, his usage rate's going to be, I think, really high. And he's going to be playing, you know, he's going to have an offense. I think they're going to try and he's going to be one of the primary scorers. He could definitely lead the team in scoring this season. I know we'll do our season preview and you're getting a little taste of it as we, as we <laughs> go here. But um, no, I, I love that pick Carly. I mean, I love he's, that the, pick. he's the reason why we won't get a Mountain West player of the year because him and Lamont are going to steal votes from each other. I've said that on yes. a couple of different pods, but like yep. those two guys are on the Ascension and I mean, Jaden's going to have, I, it's, he's going to have a monster year. Yeah. I mean, you okay. know, not to get off track, but like, I love these guys, this team that's coming up this year. I'm excited. So if I couldn't have Lamont, I'm getting Jaden. Definitely. Happy okay. Austin, it. before you select this pick, I think there is one player available that if you don't draft, I would be stunned just because, and, and I'll talk about it later, but there's one guy that if you don't draft him, I'm picking him. And I think he probably fits your team perfectly. Have an idea in my head of who it might be too. So let's see. We'll take some side bets. Man, I'm actually going off my my sheet here because I oh. don't have them written down. 
But if we're going sixth man, we sixth man for a team that needs some shooting and the ability to go small. I'm going Adam Seiko. Ooh, he is a not who I. He is a career forty career forty percent three three point shooter. Mm -hmm. He was forty five percent last year. He's a winner. He's played a ton of games. He can come in off the bench and lock up your best guy. Is he maybe the top in a top a top twenty four asset player of all time? Debatable, but when we're constructing a team of who I want off the bench to come in and say spell Malcolm Thomas, shift Matt Mitchell down to the four. Adam Seiko is right there at the two. You go Malachi, DJ Gay, Seiko, Mitchell, Slaughter to to bring in some more shooting. I you know it was either that or Winston Shepard was kind of kind of where I was at, but. Um, I loved Adam Seiko. He's a winner, and the, I need I need three point shooting. I I have zero three. I have three point shooting, but not like how I want three point shooting. So, you know, since Shackles off the board, I'm going Adam Seiko. I like yeah. it. The, not who I thought. Shooters left. Not sure. who I thought too. Um, I mean, Adam Seiko is, you know, he's he he. It's him, Shackle, best shooter in in the conversation, right? Uh, and yeah, that's definitely off the board, but I don't think like anyone, like you said, I don't think anyone can uh, can stop you. Think it's not the reasoning is sound. The <laughs> reasoning is very sound. There you go. Thank you for, for <laughs> tying a bow Are on my. Are you going to take the the person you thought it was, or do you want to save Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Oh, you're taking him. All right, I am going to it. take the player that you thought it, that I thought you should pick because he has is a one half of the most unstoppable play in the history of San Diego State men's basketball, and that is the Malachi Flynn. And Yanni Vetzel, oh. pick and roll. So I am going to select Yanni off the bench to back up. And he can play four. He can play the five. He can stretch the defense. I think he's another one of those guys that's just a tough-ass dude. That's the theme of my team. Um, when when Mensa went down, I thought he slotted in really well at that five, six, ten. Um, just, he was he was just a monster, right? I think he's one of those players that, he might get forgotten just because he was here only for a season. But I remember that first game that I saw him, and I just thought to myself, who the heck is this? Especially because he came over from – was really unheralded at Vanderbilt. So that's one of those players that the coaching staff deserves just a ridiculous amount of credit for because they took this guy that was an afterthought and turned him into literally a guy who was being selected in an all-time Aztecs basketball draft. That's a pretty pretty, sw pretty big swing there. Um Okay, Did you so know I'll that he played Yanni. tennis growing up, and that's why his feet are so good? <laughs> <laughs> Did Matt Mitchell also lose 20 pounds? No, I mean, that's a oh. great pick. I mean, I love Yanni. I, I, I thought about it, but I thought Malcolm Thomas with Malachi can be kind of that mid-range game. Sure. You know, I mean, Yanni Wetzel, for a guy that only played here one year, it's, it's funny because you have both guys. They've only played here one year. We've had a lot of them. And they mm -hmm. were good, and we liked them. Who stamps? Who put their thumbprint on the program? Like KJ Fagan and Yanni Wetzel. And sure, yeah. they went thirty and two, which which helps that cause. But those guys are so beloved, and just mm -hmm. I just I'm I'm almost just so sad that they weren't here for their whole careers because they were just so they were such great Aztecs. Yeah, it's yeah. true. They're definitely part of the family. So now we move what? to. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I thought he was taking Trey Hell, and I'm super surprised nobody did. Yeah, so let's talk kind of about guy. This next round is kind of just like our personal favorites um, in terms of of just players. I don't necessarily this. We're, this is not these players are not going to count towards 
the poll, but just kind of guys that we, we want on our team. Um, and, and I think Trey Kell, I, I went to St. Augustine, the same high school as Trey Kell. So he definitely have a connection there. I think there are a couple of guys that are really like definitely should be fighting for this spot. So I'm not going to take them as my personal kind of heart on the team, but I definitely want to, to give a shout out to Tony Gwynn, right? He is Mr. San Diego uh, and, and one of the all time great Aztecs. And then also I want to give a shout out to Dakari Allen, my first real favorite defender in Aztec history. But for this pick, I'm going to take the one player that I, I just absolutely loved. I thought he was on some really bad Aztec teams. He's doing all right for himself. I'm going to take Jalen McDaniels as just kind of that versatile player. He's playing the three in the NBA. He can do it in, do it in college. Um, I remember that, that season where we were begging him to come back, uh, and he didn't. But that's okay. I, um, I will say, though, that opened the spot up for Yanni Wetzel. And, um, it did? It did. I, I will just say I'm happy he's doing well in the pros. Wasn't my favorite Aztec yeah. of all time. Not my, not personally mine. Like I was fine with him going. I was like, you know what? You're going to you're you've been prepping for the NBA. You've been here for three years. Good luck. I didn't think he had a shot of making it in the NBA. And kudos to him, man, because he got traded to a contender at the deadline. Like like he's doing his thing. But he was definitely not my my favorite Aztec of all time. <laughs> yeah, I for me, I love guys that can just take over the game, right? And I think that that he is one of those players. I definitely think that he. I think if he was playing for Dutch, he would have been better. Um, I think that he would have been. He was did. He? No, he was. He, he did was, play for Dutch. Yeah. Was he on a fishing yeah, team? The first year. The first year. Oh, okay. His, okay. So his, his redshirt year was for Fisher. And then his. When did his we go to the two guards for Dutch? I feel like we went to two guards in 2020. And I feel like that two guard system where you're moving the bigs a lot more as opposed to just playing them back to the basket, I think that would have served him a lot better. Because I'm mobile big, but um, yeah, very. Uh, I, I'm. I, I was surprised he didn't get drafted. I he was kind of my my sleeper last pick. If if he was going to be available, I thought Yanni had no chance of being available. But I love I love Jalen McDaniel's, and I've already given you two others that I love. So let's move on. Austin, players say players looked, that you're adding that you just love. Just to just to piggyback on your Jalen McDaniel's thing, when I did look up his stats, I was very surprised that he had fifteen and nine and or fifteen point nine and eight point three rebounds in his second year. I don't remember him being that good, but the numbers were there and like there were games that he took over and even ST Sports Fiend posted something that he wants Jay Powell to do where where Jalen McDaniels had a hammer dunk against Boise. So maybe maybe I just gotta go back and relook at it. But let's talk about guys that I loved so kind of honorable mentions. I loved Tim Shelton when I was in school. I was actually in the same major as Tim Shelton. I had a bunch of classes with Tim Shelton. He was a very nice guy, but he's kind of the classic AG. Like he didn't practice a lot. He took a bunch of charges, did all the hustle plays, and he ended up being a coach. Went the player the director of player development route. Pretty he's like AG 1.0, basically. Mm-hmm. Um he's at Colorado. State I also now. love this guy. Way back, his name was Jerome Habel. He got kicked off the team for being dumb. But I remember he averaged, he actually averaged 10 points in his one year here. He came off the bench, but 
against Cal when we hadn't beaten a top when we hadn't beaten a P five team in forever. He did this windmill dunk, and that was the first time I ever felt Ben Cox Arena have that jolt of energy. And we used to have these Hable is my homeboy t shirts with like his picture on it. And he was like the first like real heart guy, but he had jumped around to like three junior colleges. He then ended up getting kicked off the team for doing something dumb at the arc. But I think I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Hart himself, Keyshawn Johnson. I love Keyshawn. You just took like three people. Well, we have we're aligned interest here. I just took three no, people. No, no. I just took Tony Gwynn, Trey Kell, Dakari Allen. Yeah, I took no, we, 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 we took, I thought we were doing honorable mentions talking, and then our last person. We're talking about our favorites. This, this, I'm no, just going to take This isn't going to go on the poll. Okay. This isn't going on the poll. But just, you know, that guy's a program guy, and I'm just happy he's happy. It sickens me to see him in that Arizona jersey, but I'm just so happy he's happy. One of the very few players who improved, like – every single year and it wasn't marginal it was he consistently got better every single year and last season in march madness i thought he that was the best stretch he's ever played i mean do you want to give the arizona i think you have the best arizona take that i don't know i don't know what you mean just like you what you've talked about of just He's gonna. He has a chance to go absolutely crazy at Arizona. Oh, he's definitely going to. He's going to have a career year. Have you looked at him? He's huge. He's just. I don't know. He's go also fin- like already the leader of that team. I will, I will cap it off. Yeah, he's he's going to use what he did in the national championship to to boost him for sure at Arizona. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll take over from that then. I'll take I'll take the torch. Keyshawn was my guy. I was waiting to talk about him. I had all my all my all my thoughts lined up. Part of it was that exactly program guy got better every year. Totally important to the locker room during this national championship run. If you pay any attention to him right now, he's doing the exact same thing at Arizona. He is the ringleader of that team right now. He is rallying them. He has already brought them his chance. Like I'm so sad. Um, I talked about being sad on, I think it was the podcast after we beat Wyoming in the end, in the regular season that how like heartbroken I would be if he played for another college team. I was like, fine with him going pro. Uh, I have just like, obviously everybody thought I was going to take AG. I think we can all collectively agree. He's like the universal pick for this, Yes, but I wanted (laughs) to talk about Keyshot. I think he did. I think he deserved it. Um, I also was going to talk about Tim Shelton, but for the gift he gave us of the Aztec motto, that is like still to me, like the low key, most fun thing ever. And I love that I we play wish it. They played that every game, just right? play it before every game. Just have it be the tradition. It's a Drake beat. It's not the like the only... kids that are going right? to be playing. Don't know that song. Like, I know play it. They only play, I only remember it being played one time and it was me sitting on the bench in a Fresno State coaching shirt. And I was like, I yeah. hope they play it when we play Colorado State this yes, year. Yes, we play, better. Because he's going to, he got moved up on their bench. It's true. So definitely Keyshad, Tim Shelton, and, and AG. I mean, that was the only time I cried at a senior night was AG. And I'm so happy he's back. So that is all I have to say. Perfect. Trone, who's your heart, guys? Heart guy. I mean, before I get into the heart guys, I am astounded that none of us took Matt Bradley going six deep. Um, I don't know that that blows my mind, and obviously I didn't take him either. But that, I, uh, man, that's I I uh, thought for now sure. That I, he now would, that I'm there, I, I wish I would have taken that over Adam Seiko. 
I, that's what I thought you were gonna take actually i was like i was like he needs a shooter he needs a guard he's going matt bradley and then he went seiko who is a better shooter and probably a better defender but uh, that anyways it's neither here nor there um he was one of the four left that i was thinking about and feeling like they mm-hmm. deserved a slot for sure mm-hmm. yeah i think mm-hmm. i think un- unfortunately matt um Matt was had the target on his back for those last two years, right? Anytime anything went wrong, that's kind of where many of Aztec Nation went for to blame. And I think right it was wrong. right or wrong. Yeah. And I was hard on him. But that mm-hmm. the end of his career, that interview after we lost in the Natty, that's one of the like the most touching moments of Aztec yeah. just pure Aztec yeah. basketball. And like what the program means to him and what that meant to his life. He, I think he's going to probably, and this, I, I told this to my dad. I said, it's so funny because he was our best player probably the last, the previous year, maybe not last year. He's going to be criminally underrated. If you, when we look back at kind of what he yeah. did for this team, it's already happened. And I think this we already group, did it. it's already, we happened. just did it. Yeah, we, we already did it. it. We just did it. We just did it. We're all like, damn it. We should have drafted Matt. Go scored ahead. a thousand points in two years and everybody was like, eh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I sh- shameless, shameless plug here. Um, so I started doing shows a little bit with, with East village times too. And, and we interviewed Reese waters and waters specifically mentioned that moment as one of the reasons why he came to SDSU, like seeing that clip and seeing and seeing just the emotion that Bradley felt and the connection he had with the staff, right? We, we tend to talk when we talk about recruiting about like, um, you know, who's, who wins the most and who has the best chance at championships. And, and now there's also NIL as a factor too. And those things all matter, but, but something we as fans tend to overlook a lot is, is the relationship with the coaches. Like that is arguably the biggest part. NIL might overshadow it a little bit now, but, but the relationship with the coaches is still huge. Um, and so, yeah, that that clip sounds like it's already been a recruiting tool for for guys, and might continue to be for a little while here. Um, I mean, let's not forget he he basically carried us the first ten minutes of the FAU game. I mean, what do you have yeah. four four threes in the first like five minutes yeah. of that game? It was something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was like it was like twelve out of fifteen points that they scored. Something like that. I tweeted it earlier in the summer, and I don't remember what it was, but yeah, it was huge. Great, great, great Aztec, like cannot get lost in the shuffle. Like we got to remember him and yes, he, cause he, yeah, he needs to be, we need to not do what we just did. <laughs> we <laughs> yes. need our community. I'm really need... sad actually. I'm I'm like, very... I, I feel so guilty. <laughs> Next year's draft, somebody has to take him. Um, yes. it, it was Kyle Spain or, uh, okay. Who your guys? So part guys. Um, the first one I'll mention, not my guy, but let, just like you guys, right? One of the guys that I loved who, similar to Pope, was super controversial, right, was Winston Shepard. Um, came in, five-star recruit, and he was a guy who who came in. He's 6'8". He can handle the ball well. Um, he plays defense. He's one of, I would argue, one of the better defenders in Aztec history. Um it seemed super versatile, but he never got that three point shot down. And honestly never got much of any shot down. Like even though he averaged a little over 10 points a game for his career, I think like it was never very efficient. I think one year, like I think his senior year, his effective shooting percentage was 40%. So I, I get why there's like hate shown towards his direction, but 
that being said, I felt like there was just watching him when he was feeling himself, right? Coach Dutcher oh, talks yeah. about like teams having a swagger. And you would see – he would be dribbling the ball and he would be like high-stepping. Like he's running into the yep. end zone in football. But he's dribbling <laughs> the ball down the court on a fast break. Like he can do that and still beat the guys down the floor. Um, that was a lot of fun to watch. So he's one of the guys. My, my all-time favorite player is probably Trey Kell. Um, who was already mentioned here, but I mean, first off hometown hero, right. That, that means a lot to me. Um, and also just, just play style wise. And, and to a certain extent, leadership style wise, I think we, as fans get caught up in like leaders need to be big, raw, raw guys, right. Um, like Keyshaw Johnson was to a certain extent. And those guys are great. Kel wasn't that he was more of a lead by example guy. And I think that gets overlooked. Um, and I felt in, in an era where the three point shot is, is prioritized to the extent that it is, as you can tell by the team that I drafted, um, it's very easy to start to settle for three point shots. And you see a lot of guards do that. Um, and some of them can, and it's great. If you're Malachi Flynn, you can settle for that shot. That's, that's fine. Um, Trey Kell, I felt like never settled for those shots. He was getting into the paint Every single time you weren't going to stop him. He was going to find his way there. Um, and when he did good things usually happened. So that's my guy. Trey Kell. Awesome. I want to give a shout one, out. Can I throw one more yeah. out there? Let's oh, talk. Con, let's just keep going. Let's just keep oh. going. This is a yeah. really great segment. <laughs> I want to give a shout. Go ahead. JJ O'Brien. Is that who you're going with? No, that is uh, not who I'm going with. Did, any, go did Steve Fisher love anybody more than JJ O'Brien? I mean, he every time he was interviewed was like, "Oh, he does everything. He's the Swiss Army knife. He trusted him in every position, you know, every kind of situation. He was like a, our version of slow mo. Kyle Anderson just could get to a spot, kind of facilitate from the top. But uh, you know, Fish loved him. I loved him. That was that was my note here. Fish loved him, so I love him too. <laughs> the guy that I wanted to give a shout out to, I don't think he's anywhere near this, but I had him highlighted just in case my draft went crazy bad and is completely out of left field is Josh Davis. I loved Josh Davis. I thought he was a pure effort guy. Um, He was one of those players that was more like, I I remember him coming from, I think it was Tulane and he was like, just if you look at his stats at Tulane, he was an all effort player conference USA rankings, first in rebounding, first in offensive rebounding, second in defensive rebounding, fourth in scoring 11th in block shots is six, eight, 12th in field goal percentage. And they basically said to this guy, you're a star on your team. We need you to come be a role player for us. And I thought he had a really good game. Uh, I think he was on that Kansas team, the team that beat Kansas uh, at Allen Fieldhouse. I think he played really good there too. I think he was the primary defender on um, Wiggins, right? Wasn't Wiggins on that team too? Yeah. I was was thinking of that for Winston Shepard. I was thinking of that with Winston Shepard and Davis guarded Perry. What was it? Uh, Perry Ellis, who was in college basketball. Oh, for yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's 14 year. He was balding at 20. Yep. You know, yeah. That guy. Um, hey, let's go uh, easy on the yeah, ball. So, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as my hair is literally thinning as we speak, I'm, I'm going to be there next. Um, okay. So there... There is the 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 Aztecs all time draft friends. We'll be putting this uh, on the poll, and uh, we'll put a poll out when we when we drop the show. What we want you to do is is select which team 
that you think is the best. Again, there is no criteria. It's just which team do you think is the best? Um, and we're not going to include the guys that we love. So, you know, you're not going to see uh, Trey Kell or or Matt Bradley or AG or KJ on the on the uh, poll. But we'll put the six guys. Let's go through them one more time. Uh, I selected Kawhi first overall, and we'll play with Lamont Butler, Nathan Mensa, KJ Fagan, and Kyle Spain, with Yanni Vetzel being the sixth man off the bench for me. Austin went Malachi Flynn, Marcus Slaughter, Matt Mitchell, Malcolm Thomas, DJ Gay with Adam Seiko coming off the bench for him. Carly went with Michael Cage, Jamal Franklin, Chase Tapley, Billy White, Richie Williams, and 2023 Jaden Ledee. Uh, Trone went Xavier Thames, Brandon Heath, Jordan Shackle, Malik Pope, Skylar Spencer, and Mr. 131 himself, Dwayne Polee. Well, friends... Who does? Okay, let's let's do something fun. You can't pick your team. Whose team do you like? Ooh, I have to look at it again. Can't pick your team. Whose team do you like? I'll start it off. I'm going. Man, I really like Carly's team just because it screams Aztec chaos to me. Mm-hmm. Just like. <laughs> the the widest range of margin, right? Like you have Mal, Jamal could be, if we're talking absolute peak in college, Jamal in the best game, we talked about Malik Pope with this, Jamal Franklin might be number one because we're talking about guys who can get on a roll and v, players who hyped up Viejas. I always said that KJ, uh, Kashad Johnson was like the electric player on the team. Now imagine that being your best player and that was Jamal <laughs> Franklin. And I think that, Think that the, you know, and I also think Richie Williams is sleeper good in this because all he does is pass the ball, and when you have stars everywhere else, that really works. And so, I, I love I like Carly's team. So she she we were we, she was we were joking that 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 the players are not gonna uh, or the fans are gonna select hers, but I think I like hers a lot. Thank you. That was totally my strategy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Little chaos. That that's true. It's a chaos you, team. You dipped in with all the different. All the different eras, too. Yes. Got I, new, I also got would little... say you, your team has the biggest chance to flop on its face, too. Like, there's a, <laughs> the, mar, the margins. They have the biggest range of outcomes. So I'm going to go with we're going best available, best, best, best case scenario. So definitely. I'll roll the dice there. Uh, so I'll pick next, maybe then. Um, begrudgingly so, I'm going to have to go with Austin. Primarily because Matt Mitchell is probably, outside of AG, my second favorite Aztec of all time. Um, and, I mean, the Malachi thing. That that just, to me, is deadly. A lot of shooting, but, yeah, th- those two guys seal it for me. I think I, it, it, pretty good. Okay. Austin, who are you talking? Honestly, I'm going with your team, Kyle. I mean, are you giving up 45 points a game with that team? Like No. <laughs> if you put in if you if if it's Yanni with them, if Yanni's at the four on that team, yeah, we're, take Kyle Spain off and run. Where Kyle Spain's with, a little bit more with... punch and stretch the floor. I mean, I mean, we already saw what Yanni and Nate Mensa could do on defense together when you were when they were doing high low. Well, good I, point. I mean, that team, that team is, un, you can't score against that team. That's you just can't score against that team. 
I only yes. didn't say Kyle because I think everybody's going to pick it. <laughs> okay. Drone, who are you going with, friend? Um, yeah, man. A lot of, lot of good teams here. I mean, I love me some defense, so I probably have to go with Kyle also. You know, Lamont and KJ up front. Kawhi's out there causing havoc. Mensa's on the back line. You know it's going to be a good defense if Mensa's part of it. Um, yeah, no, great team. Okay, there we go. All right, friends. So we've officially concluded our Aztec basketball draft. This was so much fun. We're going to do this as the show grows. We might do this more than once, right? That would be so fun. Um, Or maybe we start doing eras and then get deeper rosters, right? So you get Mm -hmm. guys, um, like a lot more guys from this past team probably make it, right? And uh, and, and looking back in the next three years, you know, maybe Reese Dixon Waters is here, Micah Parrish, or... I know a lot of uh, a lot of Aztec fans have a lot of hope for for the, the freshmen on last year's team that are Elijah Saunders. This year. Yeah, Elijah Saunders and, and Miles Bird. Um, mm-hmm. court, look at us putting them within this list, and they haven't even played for us. Like that is, <laughs> I, let's no take pressure. it back. Let's take it back, Kyle. I I was the person that pushed that boat out there, but um, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on them. But no, it's it's a lot of fun. And what's cool about this exercise is it just shows you how far we've come because look at how many players are from like the last 10 15 years right and so it really shows the rise of the aztec program and i think All it was of a really teams cool are stacked i would play 2k with any one of these teams every oh, one of yeah, them is totally. awesome like it's it'd be so much fun like it's just it's so fun just to go back down like in Never all the like areas of even when you're a fan like when i think of kyle spain and richie williams i'm like a dumbass 18 year old and then, you know, other teams, I'm coming back to visit just different eras in my life and just how that all fit in. Like, it's just fun to, to think about the history of this team and just how it's gone on with our lives as, as we've as we've all, you know, been Aztec fans. It's amazing. It's and so I'm really happy that we got to do this as our first show back, the four of us. The last show that we did together was from live from Houston. So that was really cool. So it's really good to see everybody. Um, and we'll, you know, the season's right around the corner. Uh, we are going to start kicking it up a notch for Aztec basketball content. Um, I know that Trone's been been rolling with that, and you can definitely go support Trone with EVT. We love those guys over there. They're big supporters of Aztec men's basketball, and we want to show them all the love. Um, so thank you very much to, to, to all of you. And remember, please make sure that you are going on the poll and voting, okay? And if you want, Give, I want to get like massive replies and have a big mm-hmm. time Twitter mm-hmm. discussion going on about yep. this. Um, and I also like, I would love for fans to get together and I will happily connect four fans to do this exercise on your own. And we can kind of see what the community puts together uh, as opposed to what we're doing. I think that would be a really, a lot of fun too. So if you're interested in that talk, you know, hit me up, but let's, let's roll there's, out of here. Remember to follow, one, follow the One more thing, ahead. Kyle. There's also, for those of you that feel so moved, there's an option. If you're on Spotify, I think you can send in a voice message so you can show like you can, you can record a message that we can play on the next show saying like, this is the team I like, and this is why. So if you feel so moved, feel free to do that too. And that way we can have you on the yeah, show. Do it. I will. We'll put you on the show for sure. If we get, a, if we get yep. enough of those, we could just do a full recap of it. Yeah. Like, just play the message and then we yeah. can talk about it. That'd be fun. I like it. That'd be fun. Okay, we, and if you're going to do that, there are a couple of rules. Keep the F-bombs to a minimum, right? We might have to, to bleep you out. I know I'm the, the prodigal cusser on this, this podcast, but 
let's uh, keep it PG. Um, definitely make it, I would say, probably shorter than a minute. I think longer than a minute. Might yeah, be, yeah, it doesn't uh, need a be long. Just, just give us a quick little snapshot, but do that there. And we will roll out of here. So follow the show at Aztec Breakdown, Carly at Car Car McGee, uh, Austin at it's Austin Bolton. Follow Trone at the show's handle, and you can follow me at Call Me Kinslow. Any last closing thoughts here, friends? Other than you're super pumped for the season, go Aztecs. Go, go Aztecs. Aztecs. On the floor, it's Butler with two seconds. He's got to put it up. Now we have tasted it, we're coming back. We're coming back.